Check one, two. Check the mic. Check the sound quality. Hi there. How you doing? Um, this is episode whatever of the Hey, Okay, Ha, uh, Happy Hour with your coffee drinking host, MP Snyders. How are you guys doing? Hmm. Have you had a good week? We're on a weekend schedule here on the happy hour. I'm drinking coffee out of a mug. Um, it's not my mug. I'm trying to understand this mug. You know, it's hot coffee. You know, you can't be drinking hot coffee in styrofoams. Um, but help me understand this mug. It says dog hair. And then underneath dog hair, it has a, a little picture of a dog's face. Looking like it could be a boxer. Ears look a little big, though. And he's wearing uh, blue-rimmed eyeglasses. Like those hipster uh, glasses. But they also kind of look like the old... You know, the, the ladies with the beehive hairdo in the mid-60s? Those kind of glasses? Um, Horn-rimmed-ish? So it says dog hair. Dog wearing glasses, and then below the dog it says, don't care. Exclamation. Dog hair, don't care. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? This mug is inferior. I'm getting angrier the more I look at this mug. Is it supposed to be clever? Dog hair, don't care. Here's a cutesy dog with eyeglasses. Is it a reference to something? I don't know. I don't know. I just remember when coffee mugs... Uh, the sayings on them used to be witty, huh? Remember when there were witty coffee mugs? Uh, as I struggle to come up with an example, uh, I don't know. I just remember the old onion. Remember onion? You know the onion, the satirical newspaper. You, you know it as a website. It used to be a newspaper. Uh, they sell in merchandise. They sell mugs. They used to have a mug that said, "I wish I were dead." And that was funny back in the 90s, you know. Now if a guy's drinking coffee out of a mug that says, I wish I were dead, we don't take it as a joke. Everybody's so, oh no, sad. Sad they won't let us go outside. But now they are, aren't they? We're good now. No reason to be depressed anymore, huh? They're going to let you out of your cage now. Did you, did you hear? You just got to get a jab. You get that jab, you can go outside and dance again. <clears throat> Um, yeah, it's been a weird, uh, what was that, yesterday, two days ago, the CDC's like, yep, all you vaxxers, you don't need to wear a mask anywhere, what the fuck are we doing? And it, it was confusing, it still is confusing to a lot of folks, right? The mask people, the, you know, the diehard mask people, the turkey neck people, the double chin folks, the people that are like, we need masks forever! The ones that you're pretending to give a fuck, they just really like, they like the masks. Um, God damn it, should I take this call or not? Uh, fuck. One second. Sorry about that. Um, that was actually the owner of the coffee mug. Can you believe that? What a coincidence. Speak of the devil. Uh, I asked her why she bought the mug. She goes, I like the color. I didn't even look at, I didn't read the, the thing. It's a, it's a good color. It's a nondescript color. One of those colors in between blue and green in the teal zone, but it's not quite in the teal zone. Remember mid-90s teal? 
I think I've mentioned this before. Remember in the mid-90s, everything was teal? Like every new sports team. Florida Marlins. Vancouver Grizzlies. Sharks. Excuse me. Was that a thing? Sharks? Um, do other podcast Question for the podcasters out there. Because I know three out of five Americans by this point have a podcast. Do you guys edit out your burps? Is that a thing? Do you guys shut it off at the at the uh, the uh, the slightest sound of uh, belching? Well, let's not talk about it. Sorry, sorry about sorry about that. And what was my point? Oh, the Maxers, you know, they're a little confused right now. I mean, the pro mask people, not the good people that chose to wear the mask because they honestly. I mean, the, the 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 tyrants, the people that just love telling other people what to do and made it all political, right? And they. They project all kind of garbage onto you if you're on the opposite mask-wearing end of the debate, you know? You know what I mean? Uh, those uh, those people, they, they, uh, they're confused because at first they could say, you got to listen to the CDC, listen to the science. Um, but how do you listen to science? Science is an abstract noun, is it not? How do you listen to, you listen to scientists, right? You listen to humans doing uh, experiments, making observations. I never understood that trust. This. How do you trust something that is an abstract? Uh, anyway, we're getting sidetracked here. Uh, but they're confused because the CDC now just t- did a total 180. Two weeks ago, it was doom and gloom. There is doom and gloom on the horizon if you don't get the... They're like, wait, we're all good. Fuck a mask. Fuck a mask mandate. And the maskers are like, what? I don't know. I'm not going to fall for this one, CDC. Now they're suddenly skeptical of the CDC, you know? They only trust, it's funny, the CD, The more rules they make, that's when you trust them. But when they, they get rid of rules, then they're not trusted. Strange. And I'm on the opposite side, right? I don't believe any shit. Uh, when it comes to justifying further rules, liberty, raping, that shit. And any time they, they ease up a bit like they're doing now, I'm always, uh, I believe it. Suddenly I'm the scientist. Suddenly I'm the guy saying, hey, you gotta listen to the science. Step, we're, it's like, uh, yeah, anyway. Anywho, so, so here's to a maskless summer. Uh, hope, hopefully this is not the calm before the storm. You know, the Indian variant, that's still bubbling. What if that catches over here? They're like, oh my God, we learned our lesson. Mask mandate everywhere, total lockdown. Oh, that's my... If you've listened to this pod, you know that's my biggest fear, right? My number one concern. Some of you, it's getting sick. Some of you, it's... it's uh, Oh no! What if I? Uh, what if the IRS audits me? Me, I'm, I'm worried about our government and government in general securing a level of control that you know goes past the point of no return when it really affects your 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 life. I know we're already there. I think we passed that, but hopefully not. But I'm concerned that this is uh the calm before the storm, but let's hope I'm wrong, right? 
I've been wrong before. I'll be wrong again. Let's hope. This is one of those times. And what are we at? The vaccination right now, huh? What are we, 60%, 40%? At what point do the cases get so low that they, they stop? Uh, I mean, they're really aggressively selling this vaccine, aren't they? Am I crazy? Didn't, didn't uh, the Yankees all test positive for the, uh, the, va- the, the COVID after getting the vaccination? Didn't uh, Bill Maher get the fucking COVID after getting vaccinated? And ha- did he have the COVID, get the vaccine, and then get it again? Is that right? Or am I thinking of the Yankees general manager? One of those guys. Um, I don't know, but I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just like the news is so bad right now. The Biden administration is dealing with so much shit and they're looking so incompetent. Like, I don't Is this guy even like leading? Is he doing it? What? It doesn't feel like. I mean, we went from a president who's like tweeting his every shit thought to the point it got annoying to a president. We don't even know if he's alive. Now, granted, I don't have a TV. I'm not Mr. CNN. I'm not plugged in to the mainstream media, dude. Um, so for all I know, maybe he's up there. He's giving the fireside chats, you know? He's he's slinging dick over, or not slinging, swinging dick. You don't want to sling dick when you're on a diplomatic mission. Um, or maybe you do, but you got to swing some dick over there, make some peace agreements. I haven't seen any of this shit. Have, have you? It's like we don't have a president. It's like my dream has come true. We don't need a president. We're just, uh, we're on autopilot. Is that possible? Does anybody know what the fuck is it? Is the CIA running shit? Is that what's going on? The Pentagon, the state, is it just that? Is it been in like a quiet military coup? Um, I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. I'm just saying, I don't, it feels like an absentee father. Joe Biden is an absentee president. You know, we're, we're all suffering from, uh, abandonment issues as a nation, right? And he's, you know, the president is supposed to be the father figure uh, for all these repressed children walking around as adults. You know, they, they need a leader, you know? So they're all freaking out because they don't feel like this guy's, you know, he's not playing catch with them because he's too busy falling upstairs and banning cigarettes. Like, this president is fucking weird, man. Like, we're not even that far into this presidency. It's already fucking weird. This is a white, a right, white, and it is a white wing. That's true, too. It's a white wing. But it's a right wing guy. Um, what the right wingers did, they just decided to hide behind the Democratic Party instead of the Republican. I think that's what happened. Because my definition of right winger might be different than yours, right? You think of all those libertarian gold bugs talking about the federal you think of them you think of those as right wingers i think of right wingers as fucking war pig fucking corporatist whores that use government to fucking siphon wealth into their coffers and uh inflict massive amounts of suffering on populations across the world to sustain that hegemony okay no chomsky settle down there but uh, that's what our right winger is, right? But those motherfuckers still still running shit. Does it seem so? I mean, it seems so. Um, we got the Israeli-Palestinian conflict 
But just saying those words makes you want to fall asleep, right? Remember that in high school? Learning about Israeli-Palestinian conflict. I'm just going to simplify the, the, you know, the Palestinian-Israeli conflict. Basically, World War II. Remember World War II? Remember that? Uh, lots of, basically, a European civil war. Um, Germany wanted to colonize the world and, and uh, I guess, murder all the Jews. Seems a little uh, aggressive. <clears throat> but, you know, and he got, what, Japan and Italy on his side? It's, it's, a, it's a motley crew, right? And then uh, they lost because the Allies came in fighting for good, fighting against fascism, fighting against Nazis, and fighting against the Japs. I don't know what the Japanese did, whatever. But so we, we meaning whatever, the, the we win. Now, wait, who was doing the, the, the bad stuff? Was it the Palestinians, huh? No, it was Germany, right? Or Austria, it was actually an Austrian guy. Kicked Jews out of Germany, kicked them out of Poland. Uh, kicked out is putting it pretty mildly, right? Kicked some of, some of them fled the early ones. Later they were rounded up, and then, so they they did the the crime, and so the war ends. Nineteen forty eight comes around. Britain and the UN. I guess we were probably involved somehow. We, we said we got to form a we got to create a country for the Jews. Who are we gonna who are we gonna punish for this? Are we going to punish the people that did it? The country that did it? Are we going to carve out a section of Bavaria? For the, uh, maybe the Sephardic Jews wouldn't dig that, right? They're going to be somewhere else. But the Ashkenazi Jews have a long history in Germany, Poland, Russia. They, that's their certainly their, their uh, recent homeland. No, we didn't punish them. We, we punished, not we, the Brits and the UN. They punished the Palestinians who were minding their own business during World War II, as far as I know, who had nothing to do with the Holocaust, who, in fact, if what I'm told is correct, helped many a Jew during the Holocaust. Palestinians, as far as I know, Palestinians and Jews were on good terms for most of history. They're basically brothers, huh? Um, but we punished the Palestinians. We say to them, hey, we're going to, Take a chunk of your land here and give it to these uh, these folks because their grandfathers lived here or great-great-great-grandfathers lived. I don't know. It's a weird, kind of a weird justification, but, you know, it was a rough... I mean, come on. The, the Jews have been fucked with, you know. Uh, so they said, all right, we've got to give it to them. And the Palestinians, the Palestinians are eating their fucking... They're eating their falafel. They're eating their babakan. They're sitting under palm trees. Suddenly... You got these Western military, i.e. U.S. and Britain, telling them they got to scram, get out of here. And some of them fought back, apparently. And there were some wars and conflicts, and the Palestinians didn't agree to certain terms, or, or so I'm told. And Basically, I, I don't think there's a right and a wrong uh, side here. I, I, it, it, it seems... Um, I don't fucking know. I don't, I, don't know. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Maybe I shut the fuck up. Yes, you should, man. Shut the fuck up. You don't know what it's like to be over there. You're right. I've never been there. Never been there. But it seems like it's getting... Uh, it's the worst it's been since 2014. So, oh. It's like I, I want to say, like, I hope things work out. I hope everybody's okay. But it seems so trite. It seems so trite to say that. 
right? Because it doesn't seem like it's going to settle down anytime soon. Um, but she's like, where's, where's Biden? Um, and why do we give so much money to Israel? Why do we give, well, leave out Israel. Why do we give money to anybody? Why do we fund other countries' fucking militaries? This is, this is nutso. This is wacko. We talk about banning guns. It's like we're the biggest gun dealer in the world. Why the fuck would you trust our government to ban guns? What, so they can just sell it to terrorists in fucking Central America? Middle East? What, pick, a, pick a part of the globe. That's what we do. We run guns to terrorists. And they get a little too uppity. We use their uppity to uh, justify an invasion. Um, I don't know, but uh, this absentee present shit, president, present, president shit is weird. It's a little spooky. Um... But seriously, hopefully everything plays out. Uh, it ain't going to play out. Everybody, somebody's going to be unhappy. Everybody's going to be unhappy. But let's at least hope people don't get blown to little bits. I, I still don't understand this idea of like, oh, we disagree. Let's go drop explosives on people. How is that still, how is that still acceptable? It's such a bizarre... Fu- it's like We act like beheading is so savage as like capital punishment or even a firing squad there's no firing squads anymore because that's considered so primordial but we still drop explosives on people the fuck and it's not like you might envision getting explosives dropped on you as a nice death because you're imagining yourself exploding and just dying instantly that's not how most people die when they get explosives dropped on them Mostly it's rubble, debris, and shit. And a lot of them die slow, excruciating deaths underneath rubble amongst screams. Somehow that shit's not... I don't understand what fucking mind prison we're in where this shit is accepted. It's not even... It's like... Not even controversial. I don't... You know... Going out on a limb here, on my soapbox, dropping explosives on people. No bueno. Probably want to avoid that. Um, oh, no, no, you're right. You're right. It's much more complicated. It's actually more complicated than that. And sometimes you got to resort to... Th- you're right. Sometimes dropping explosives on people is totally justified. Sometimes. The fuck? I missed that lecture from any of these religious spiritual gurus that we base religious... I missed that Jesus... Uh, uh, sermon on the mount. I missed that Mohammed uh, fucking little thing there. I missed that Moses. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sometimes you gotta drop explosives on people if you disagree about land. Sometimes if you don't want a house, but you do want a house, and you steal the house, but the house was already stolen, and you, they won't let you have the house that you stole. You gotta drop explosives on people. The fuck are we doing? It's 2020 fucking one. We're on computer screens. You can't say fag. Everybody's on eggshells. Everybody's in a fucking cocoon. You can't wear a mask. Otherwise, you'll get somebody sick. Everything is banned, forbidden, that could possibly hurt people. And yet, dropping explosives on people is totally normal. Not in just one. We're dropping explosives. I'm like, I'm not talking about Israel here. I'm mostly talking about us. Because we, the U.S., we drop explosives on more people than even Israel or Hamas, because Hamas allegedly throwing rockets over in Israel. So they're, 
hey, that's not right. Don't drop explosives. We're going to drop explosives on you. I don't know. Just find the... Why don't we just get the fucking leaders, the douche, the real estate developers and the bankers, the people that own the little pawns. Why don't we get them in a room, take away their weapons, maybe give them MMA training for a month and let them fucking duke it out. Why do we got to drop... We're, we're fucking using people as human shields. Everybody is. Everybody. If you have a society, that is a human shield. You're saying you can't... What the fuck? We nuked two fucking Japanese cities. We purposely killed civilians. Uh, so maybe we shouldn't lecture anybody. Hey, this has been Rant Hour with your host, MP. I'm doing my, my stripper DJ voice. Coming to the stage next, MP Snyder's with his coffee mug and anti-war rants. Yeah. Uh, what else? What else we we want to let's go to something positive. <clears throat> you guys hoarding gas, huh? You got your fucking plastic bags full of gasoline, you dumb fucks. Jesus. I think the same people that are hoarding gas are the same morons who are hoarding toilet paper and I get it that 90% of you are maskers at this point, but I think there's a correlation there. People like to panic Go fucking hoarding gas. I didn't think that shit was real the first time I saw it. You know, the first video I saw that lady put... I still don't think... It, that shit was staged. Especially since it was an Asian lady, you know? I thought they were just trying to uh, uh, foment uh, Asian hatred. I think she was a paid plant. Turns out she probably wasn't. Because other people were doing it too. Hoarding gasoline. I, uh, I don't know. At this point, at this point, I think if you're in the minority, you're 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 in a good spot. If you're in the minority opinion, right? If you find yourself out of step with the majority of Americans at this point in 2021, you might be healthy. I'm starting to lean that way. Um, but it, maybe that's what all crazy people think, right? That's how you go crazy. Uh, anywho, don't don't hoard gas. That's silly. We should be back. They say that what that pipeline gonna be back running now, or or what are they gonna do? But we're we're not gonna run out of gas. We'll be fine. Um, what else? Masks, gas hoarding, Palestine. Um, I don't know. Is is there anything else you guys want to talk about? Huh? How about Russell Westbrook finally getting uh, some props? Hmm? I haven't talked basketball in a long time. All I know is Russell Westbrook is the most underrated basketball player in the NBA right now, by the media at least. Um, everybody shits on this guy because he doesn't give these sports reporters who try to ask gotcha questions the time of day. He uh, He's not, you know, I think sports, I did a little sports reporting in my day. A little bit. Uh, I got the sense, maybe more so than any other beat, you're really relying on, um, you know, you got to be friendly with uh, the players and the agents and you got to be on good terms with the, the PR guide. It's all about, you know, and, and the players that are nice and play along with the reporters, they're always, you know, extolled. And the players that are a little uh, uh, impatient, who do not suffer fools, who just want to focus on their craft 
and winning and their teammates, those guys always get uh, shat on in the media. We always find reasons to to, to bring them down. Now, Russell Westbrook, he, uh, he averaged a triple-double for a few seasons in a row, I believe. That guy's a fucking beast, okay? Now, is he perfect? No. Or no. So these... These, uh, these reporters have always shat on Russell Westbrook on the grounds that he is inefficient. He's an inefficient scorer, which is true. And they shit on him because defensively, he often goes for steals. He gambles, right? He plays the passing lane. Problem is, if you gamble and you don't make the steal, suddenly you're, one, you're, you're short a defender. You got to rotate over, and the defense is one step behind, and it leads to a bucket often. So they'll shit on Russell Westbrook because he's inefficient, because he uh, gambles on defense, and also because he is accused of inflating his stats. In Oklahoma City, this started because his center, Stephen Adams, would often allow Russell Westbrook to get a rebound. Right? Let's say there's a rebound and the big guy can, can get it easily, but he, he decides to, to let Russell get the, the stat. What a good teammate, by the way. What a good guy. He doesn't give a fuck about a stat. He's just a big New Zealand guy, wants to eat some barbecue and fucking throw some javelins around with his 14 siblings. He doesn't need rebound stats. And so he gives the rebound up to his point guard, which probably gave him an extra rebound or two every game. But they're accusing him of being selfish. They say he's selfish. He inflates his assist to stats. Now, how the fuck are you going to be selfish? By getting more assists. Well, I guess there's some ways you could do it. For example, if you wait till the end of the shot clock to pass to a teammate where he's forced to shoot, you're going to get an assist, even if it's a shitty shot, 30% of the time. But he, I don't know if he's a notorious, habitual, end-of-the-shot-clock passer guy. But he makes good plays. So the naysayers started to say, hey, this triple-double shit is crazy. If you're not a basketball person, a triple-double means you score double-digit points, double-digit rebounds, double-digit assists. Okay. And he wasn't getting 12, 10, and 11. This motherfucker was getting like 30, 15, and 15. I mean, he was all over the place. And then people started saying, well, actually, uh, triple-doubles are overrated. They're overrated. It's arbitrary. It's just two digits, and it's like... I guess, sure, numbers are arbitrary. <laughs> no. The, yeah, the fact that it goes to double digit is, is I guess, arbitrary. It's still a fuckload of rebounds. It's still a fuckload of assists. Like, it got to the point where guys would get more credit for averaging eight assists and seven rebounds than they would for having 11 assists and 10 rebounds. You know, it's almost like there was a, a mark against you if it was a triple-double, which used to be... Back in the day, triple-double was held as a very um, you know, high benchmark because it, it, it showed that you hustled, you were all around. Come on, assist, you were passing, you were, you were being a good teammate. Rebounds, you're, you're boxing out, you're securing the board, you're trying. It takes effort and selflessness, and if you're going to score, you gotta, you got to have skill. But, it, but my, what's my point? I just want to give Russell his flowers. Just want to say, hey, Russell Westbrook, good job. Good job. Because uh, the media's always finding reasons to shit on it. They, they want to they suck the dick of guys like Mike Conley. 
No disrespect to Mike Conley. Uh, they want to say how Trey Young is so great. I don't think Trey Young is an NBA basketball player. How do you like that? Hmm? The fuck are you talking about, man? He's the next Steph Curry. They're trying to make him into a star. He's an all-star. It's it's Trey Young. Disagree. Sorry, I disagree. Here's why. He's the worst defender in the league. Worst. The worst. Out of 400 guys, he's. A, I could score on him. What? You're delusional, man. You could not score on an NBA player. I didn't say an NBA player. I said Trey Young. Okay? He's the worst defender historically in the league. It's not hard to see why. It's not his fault. Okay? I'm just... It's not his fault. He's, what, six feet? 140 pounds? Uh, n- not the most athletic guy. Okay? It's not like he's six foot one, 150, and he's just like Allen Iverson, who still had deficiencies defensively. He's, this, guy's, this guy's a guy you see playing in high school. Okay? And there's nothing he can do. It's not his fault. It's just He's not a good defender because of those physical attributes. Okay, so if you're going to be the worst defender in the league... You better be a, a fucking balling offensive player. You better score a lot efficiently, and you better you better pass the ball. He and to, in his defense, he passes pretty well. He's a fairly good passer. Good assist to turnover ratio. Uh, has a high number of assists, although he has a high usage rate. And but here it is: this is the shooting. So he's he's got this reputation as this. Uh, not since Steph Curry level three-point shooter. Problem is, there is literally zero evidence to support this claim. I don't know why he takes a lot of threes. He takes a lot of crazy threes. But as far as percentage-wise, you got to. Me- There's an objective way to measure how good of a shooter a guy is. It's it's simple math. It's the field goal percentage, right? So to give you an idea of what a good three-point percentage is. Uh, I think league average is 37%. 36-37% is the league average. Okay, so that means you're getting, on average, um, more than half a point per shot if you average it out, right? Because if you take three shots, more than one is going to go, and that's worth three points. So you get a point, I'm sorry, a little bit more than one point per shot. It's like if you shot 50% from two-point range. Um so the league average is 37, 38%, which is pretty good. Let's see what Trey Young, an alleged three-point assassin, is shooting. This year he is shooting from three. Drum roll, please. 34.3%. So that's, that's significantly below average, right? If the average is 37, 38, 34 is... Is not now you could argue he's shooting a high volume of difficult three pointers, fair enough. But why is he doing that? You know, if he had a track record of shooting forty percent plus from three on spot ups, sure, let's increase his volume and see if he can do the, the 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 Damian Lillard thing, do the Steph Curry thing. But let's see what he shot the year before. Last year he shot thirty six percent from three, which is close to average. It's about average, so that's not bad. But still average, right? If you're a horrible defender, you got to be above average shooting the ball, man. And then his rookie year, he shot 32.4% from three. So I ask you, why all the Trey Young love and why all the West Russell Westbrook hate? Even amongst smart NBA analysis analysts, you know, the commentators, a lot of them will put Trey Young above Russell Westbrook in their ratings. Are you out of your fucking mind? 
Trey Young, it may be argued, doesn't belong on an NBA court. If you can't guard anybody and you shoot below average, I don't know what you're doing out there. I don't know what you're doing. I get it that there's a whole marketing mechanism behind you. I get it that he has Wario Luigi hair, right? And let's be real here. He's light-skinned, right? That's what the Steph Curry could... He was looking like Buddy Heald. Buddy Heald, I thought, was more like Steph than this fucking guy. And he's still in the league, doing pretty well. If he looked like Buddy Heald, there wouldn't be this massive movement behind Trey Young. Do I sound like a Trey Young hater? I'm not trying to be a Trey Young hater. I'm just trying to defend Russell Westbrook. That All that energy, love, affection for Trey Young should be transferred over to Russell Westbrook, who nobody plays harder than Russell Westbrook. Nobody gives more energy. Nobody's more ferocious, more intimidating. And very few players are more respected by other players than Russell Westbrook. It's only media members that have their own personal shit that fucking... Uh, underrate him. Reason I bring him up is he recently surpassed Oscar Robinson for most ever triple doubles in a season. So put some respect on Russell Westbrook's name. Uh, I would love to see the. Uh, and by the way, how is he selfish? He's playing with the leading scorer in the NBA. Bradley Beal, his backcourt running mate, is the league's leading scorer. Think about that. He's willing to take a back seat and let this guy shoot at a volume to be not only the leading scorer on the team, but to be the leading scorer in the NBA. And they've outperformed their expectations. Have the Washington Wizards. So hopefully there's a trade. All you Trey Young fans, hopefully one of you, two of you are listening to this. Hopefully one or two of your Russell, of you Russell Westbrook haters are listening to this. So you can email me. Somebody email me. MP at Hey, okay, ha, happy hour.com. Uh, or is it the hey? No, it's, it's MP at the hey, okay, ha, happy hour. I should probably choose a better email address. It's kind of, it's kind of hard. It doesn't roll off the tongue so much. All right, so we covered everything, right? We solved the Israeli Palestinian conflict, okay? We, we, we are in a maskless society, and we all now understand that Russell Westbrook, despite media naysayers, is going down as an all-time great NBA player. And there's nothing you can do about it. I think I think we've all... We've, we've covered everything? All right. Well, that's been the Hey, hey Okay ha, Happy Hour uh, this week. Uh, we'll talk. I'll talk next week. Until then, take care of yourself. Take care of each other. Bye-bye.